Good morning, everyone. Or perhaps... There's no... Puns, you know what I mean? Like, I was about to make a pun. I was about to try to be, like, all clever. Or whatever. Guys, you're listening to episode 3.14. You knew, you saw that coming. Like, oh, what's Steve gonna name his mini-episode? I wonder what the number will be on the mini-episode between episode 3 and episode 4. Gee, I wonder if he'll make it 3.14, like a completely original ass clown. I swore. I'm going to take a dollar for myself. Oh, yeah. Guys, it's nine days till Halloween. I'm feeling the pinch. I'm over here like, you know, I live way back off the street in an apartment complex. In my many years in this apartment, I can really only think of maybe two times that I was home on Halloween night and that kids actually bothered to show up. What I'm saying is, I've been home on my fair share of Halloween nights as an adult. It happens. It's okay. But I can only think of like two of those times that I've been home when anybody actually came a trick-or-treating. Now, I love trick-or-treating. I grew up in a neighborhood that was just a trick-or-treater's paradise. I mean, all the houses were fairly close together. You just went from porch to porch to porch, door to door. The adults were trying to scare the hell out of you. The older kids were trying to mess with you and get your candy. And if you were a kid and you had anything resembling the idea of a costume, you would be going home that night with more candy than any Willy Wonka impersonator you could ever imagine. Also, if you know a Willy Wonka impersonator, call the police on them. Because that seems... Like a person who should be watched. We're kicking it here. This is the cold open. In case you forgot, it's probably a good time to let you know that we don't need no intro music. If you're listening to this song, you're about to get clued into the fact that you're listening to what you've been up to. What you been up to? Oh yeah! I decided to go a little old. Uh, whoever that was, who was that guy that sang the Mister Belvedere theme song? I could look it up, but I won't. You're sitting there listening. You look it up, and then you can tweet at Big Steve Moulton and write things like, "Hey Steve, you idiot." I looked up who sang the Mr. Belvedere theme song, and his name was blank. And then I'll be like, good for you, you very, very smart person. You learned how to research. Guys, this Halloween wind-up, it's got me in a 
funky mood, you know, thinking a lot about my haunted childhood and running around dressed up like Dark Man or Batman or Luke Skywalker or a ninja. You got to remember, I was a I was a boy who lived in America in the 1980s. So of course, I spent at least one Halloween as a ninja. You probably already figured that out. What else did I go as for Halloween all those years ago? So many good things. Darkman was was one of the last costumes, really. That was fifth grade. Uh, There was a, a dark green trench coat laying around the house. My dad taped a bunch of bandages all around my face. I put on a Freddy Krueger hat, made a suitable dark man hat, and most of the people did not know who I was. A lot of them said, like, oh, are you the Invisible Man? And I said, well, I would be the Invisible Man, except that I'm an 11-year-old kid. Dark man just came out in movie theaters, and so I'm way more excited about that. I also didn't have the cool sunglasses that the Invisible Man wore. So how about you do the math, grown-up? How about you go, oh yeah, I've been seeing ads for Darkman on TV. I should probably assume that this child is way more interested in Darkman. The Sam Raimi, Liam Neeson, Francis McDormand superhero movie about a guy who gets so horrifyingly blown up that he can't feel pain, but he can scientifically create liquid skin that just perfectly becomes a face on his face and lets him impersonate other people so that he can get revenge and make sure he saves his lady. I can't remember if Liam Neeson and Francis McDormand were a married couple when that movie begins or if they were just in love but the point is, Darkman was on a mission to avenge his own murder, albeit he didn't actually die, so his own botched murder, but also save his lady from the clutches of the bad dudes. You've all seen it. I don't even know why I'm bothering to tell you the plot of Darkman. I know you all watch it once a year. You enjoy it. You look for that Bruce Campbell cameo because it's a Sam Raimi movie. Bruce Campbell's going to show up, and you know what? Thank God he does, folks. I've been uh, kicking it this morning, checking the emails, looking for casting opportunities, waiting for some more day job stuff to come in. I've been watching a lot of behind-the-scenes footage on a lot of different scary movies. That's always fun. Watched a bunch of stuff about Critters. You remember the Critters. I haven't watched Critters in so long. Guys, I'm also kind of jonesing. I haven't been to Disneyland yet this month. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure my Disneyland addiction is dying off. And that's probably for the best. But, like any addiction... You go a little too long without, you start craving it. And 
as somebody who's been addicted to Disneyland for approximately five years, go a little too long without, I'll start craving it, ladies and gentlemen. You're aware. You know what it's like. I could I could have sang that song, You Don't Know What It's Like. I forget how that goes. But um, you're listening to What You've Been Up To with your host, Steve Moulton. This is just a mini episode, just a little something to tide you over until episode four, where I will have a special guest. We will play the What You've Been Up To game. We'll make each other laugh. We'll hopefully make you laugh. We'll try to teach you something. Maybe we'll learn something from you. You know, you can tweet at Big Steve Moulton. You can follow me on Instagram as Big Steve Moulton if you've got questions, if you want to just like the goofy pictures that I post, if you want to follow me and then I'll follow you back and then in like three hours you unfollow me just to help your own follower count because that makes you feel good about yourself. Hey, do whatever you got to do at Big Steve Moulton. It's an online presence that everyone has. Everybody's got one. I'm trying to think of who I know that doesn't have an online presence these days. And uh, hardly anybody comes to mind. I'm sure I know a couple people. But, you know, like I know people who aren't on Facebook, but they're on Instagram. Or they're not on either of those, but they're on Twitter. Or they're not on Instagram or Twitter, but sure enough, they got that Facebook. And, uh, you know, are we all just living our lives online? Am I asking a question that's even 10% original at this point? No, I'm not. This has been asked before. This has been pondered before. This has been mulled over by people who are brighter than me. People who are more clever than me. I don't know what's going on. I just glanced at my TV screen and I saw some horrible stuff. I've got uh, I've got more making of horror movies. I just kind of turned on YouTube and let it roll. Shut the sound off. If I'm not mistaken, what I'm seeing is a making of behind the scenes special for the Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. I have to, I have to assume that's what I'm seeing. And, uh, well, okay. That's a movie that got made. Ergo, there's a making of special about it. Um, I always love watching those things. I do. I get a great kick out of them. A great kick out of them. It's always nice to get to... I mean, you know, don't watch it for a movie you haven't seen yet. But once you've seen a movie and you're familiar with it, hey, watch the behind the scenes, the making of special. Why not, right? Enjoy it. Remind yourself that it's only a movie. These people didn't actually go through these horrible, horrifying Blair Witch moments. I mean, they probably went through some horrifying moments, but at least, as far as I know, the Blair Witch wasn't involved. However, am I about to go walking into the woods in Maryland? 
The answer's no. I'm not about to. Not only is it ge- geographically impossible today, but I'm just not in a hurry to do it. Why? Well, because now it's got a really scary piece of folklore attached to it. Now, does it count as folklore if it originated in a movie from only 19 years ago? I kind of don't think so. I always feel like folklore should be at least 50 years old, right? Like, I grew up in a place, there's some folklore around good old central Pennsylvania about Grandma's house. Now, if you're from central Pennsylvania, we're talking the greater Harrisburg area. Chances are good that you know about Grandma's house. I grew up in a little town on the West Shore. I have friends who grew up on the West Shore, and I have friends who grew up on the East Shore. All of them knew about Grandma's house. If you didn't grow up in the greater Harrisburg area, but you know someone who did, ask them if they know the legends of grandma's house. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But darn near everybody I ever encountered growing up seemed to know the legend. Don't know when exactly it started, but I'll say it. I think that counts as folklore. I have eaten a breakfast burrito today. Had chorizo in it. It was pretty good. I am, uh, Getting very excited to see the new Halloween movie. I've heard very good things. I've heard middle-of-the-road things. But when all you're hearing is middle-of-the-road to good things, that's pretty great. I haven't heard anybody try to tell me that it's bad or unwatchable or anything like that. I, I watched an unwatchable movie. This past weekend, I went I went to a midnight screening. I've been going to a lot more midnight Friday night screenings. It's been really fun. But when you go to midnight Friday night screenings, you're not exactly always in for a good movie. You're very often in for a so bad it's good movie. And this movie was really just kind of a so bad movie. However, it had a pretty legendary scene wherein not just one, but two people separately were under the surface of the ocean with a very real tiger shark. I think it was a tiger shark. I'm not an expert. I should be. As the clerk in Sharknado, you'd think I'd be a shark expert by now. I'm not. I am a bit of a novice when it comes to shark, but I, when it comes to sharks, But I think this one was indeed a tiger shark. And there were two separate scenes. I mean, it was kind of all one big scene. But two people separately were under the water with the shark having a scene. And that's pretty incredible. Now, I don't know exactly how dangerous a tiger shark is. I don't know if a tiger shark is a man-eater like the, the way a great white is. I feel like... They've got a very differently shaped mouth. Maybe they don't bother to eat people. I don't know. Did one character get his arm torn off? Yes. Was it a special effect? I'm like 75% sure it was a special effect and that nobody's arm really got torn off. 
by what I'm guessing was a tiger shark. Check out tiger sharks, though. Look them up. They got a really cool tail fin going on. I like what you're doing, tiger shark tail fin. Having a bit of a weird day today, guys. I booked a big hit TV show last month. I was on it for one day. It was a great day. It went swimmingly. We shot my scenes. I got wrapped. It was beautiful. Since then, I've had a whole bunch of auditions for a few weeks. And now, things have slowed down in Los Angeles. Slowed down. Now, I know a few people who are auditioning. And there are times throughout the year when I'm auditioning like crazy and they are not. And right now is one of those times when they are auditioning like crazy and I am not. It's all part of the roller coaster. But when the roller coaster dips, you still feel it. All right. You don't get to nap through the roller coaster dip. You got to keep your eyes open. You got to keep clutching the safety harness and you got to get ready because it's going to rise again and you're going to be going up the track again and you're going to get way up at the top or maybe you're just going up a little bit and then you're going to come to a plateau and then go around a nice whippy turn and scream your head off but my point is I'm on the roller coaster like never before and at the moment I'm in a dip And I have to be aware of the dip, but I also have to keep reminding myself that a climb is approaching yet again. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in the podcast, I'm going to let you know that we are at 18 minutes and 11 seconds into the podcast. You're listening to What You've Been Up To with your host, Steve Moulton, actor comedian if you're listening probably friend probably person who's been in your living room several times maybe not I mean if I was there you knew about it because you invited me there but uh I also have plenty of friends whose living rooms I've I've literally never seen that's another part of the magic of Hollywood you know it's you you meet so many great people you interact with so many great people sometimes on a on a very regular basis and yet you might never set foot into their home i also want to pat myself on the shoulder right now for saying set foot instead of step foot i always get a little irked it's a problem i have to work out myself but when i hear or read the phrase step foot i want to scream You don't step foot. You step into a place. And when you step, you set foot somewhere. But you don't step foot. And it's been becoming a more commonly used phrase. And it's driving me nuts. It's not really driving me nuts. It's just a thing that when I hear it, I go, I don't think that person has read a book in a little while. What are some other fun phrases that drive me nuts? By the same token, I've been hearing that a lot lately. I've also now, by the same token, has now started to turn into on the same token. Um, 
not really sure when that happened. I feel like for a while we were just saying at the same time. And somehow at the same time turned into by the same token. And I don't know where these tokens are that everybody's talking about. I'd like some tokens. I have a lot of Sacagawea dollars. I don't count those as tokens. Maybe I'll have to go play some mini golf today. Get a token for the golf ball machine. Not spend it. I got my own token. Bada bing. Bada boom. I am uh, looking at 20 minutes, 40 seconds into the podcast. It's Monday afternoon. I already made the episode 3.14 joke. You know it. You love it. We're talking about pie. I haven't had a slice of pie in a couple of weeks. I'm willing to bet that when I had that slice of pie, I probably didn't do it a la mode and I should have, yo. But that's okay. It was a pineapple pie that my roommate brought home. Pineapple pie. Not crazy about it. It was adequate. It was an adequate dessert, you know. Sweet, tasty. The crust was pretty darn good. But pineapple pie, not my thing. Give me cold, freshly cut pineapple. I don't need cooked pineapple in my life. Do you? Do you need cooked pineapple in your life, dear listener? I'm talking about at Big Steve Moulton on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know whether or not you need cooked pineapple in your life. Got my car re-registered. That's always a fun part of the year. Got to pass a smog check. When you pass the smog check, that is a very fun part of your year. Because going to get your smog checked, knowing that you're not allowed to re-register your car until it can pass a smog check and then failing your smog check is a big old kick in the nuts. Now, I'm happy to say it only ever happened to me one time, but um, it was a drag. had to spend a lot of money to get the car repaired so that it would pass the smog check. It did, thank goodness, got the car re-registered. Didn't have to check the smog for another two years. That two years happened just a few weeks ago. So uh, that was cool. Felt good to pass the smog check. What state do you live in? Do you have smog checks? Do you have yearly inspections? See, I grew up with yearly inspections. Yo, your car needs to pass the, I don't know, what what was it? What does inspection cost nowadays? Maybe 60 bucks. You got to pass a $60 inspection to register your car. Out here in California, no inspections, but every two years, check that smog, you guys. Check it. Before you wreck it, don't wreck your smog. Check your smog. Ah. I uh, had a fun time recording my last episode, episode three, with good old Wes Weitzenhofer there. That was pretty fun. Bumped into Wes again. At a birthday party for some friends, some lovely friends who are a married couple. And their birthdays are, if uh, if my math is correct, just about five days from each other. And that's pretty magical. 
Um, it was a fun, fun little party there. Fun time. Lots of friends. Lots of costumes. Lots of uh, candy. Some very delicious, very delicious cupcakes were available to the party people. And uh, and then they were also uh, the bar that we were partying in. They were doing a a silent dance party, which is one of those uh, dance parties where you rent headphones from the DJ. You put your headphones on and you hear the music. Now, there were three DJs. So you could switch to one of three channels and dance to one of three selections from these DJs. So that was pretty funny. So I would go by the dance floor and I'd see people with green glowing headphones dancing to one beat, people with red glowing headphones dancing to another beat, blue glowing headphones dancing to yet another beat. And what was nice was the quietest part of the whole bar was the dance floor. So I could stand at the edge of the dance floor carry on a conversation with a person and watch people dance rather than try to carry on a conversation but not be able to hear a word that anyone is saying. Guys, confession time. Lately, as I've been working at my desk in order to have just a little bit of background noise so that I don't feel like I'm home alone while I'm working I've been very quietly playing HBO's Entourage. You remember it. Entourage. It was a very fun show. But now here we are in the age of the Me Too and Time's Up movements. And I look at Entourage and I go, whoa. There are some examples in this show of what not to do as a person. Um, but it's been a, you know, it's been a fun way to create just a little bit of background noise so that I feel like I'm, I'm not just sitting alone in a room while I work. Uh, nobody likes that feeling. And look at me. I'm a dude who's pretty good at chilling out by myself. But when I got to focus, when I need to work... I need just a tiny little bit of busy noise going on in the background. Or else, I feel like I'm going crazy. 26 minutes and 58 seconds into the podcast, guys. This has officially been the longest of my mini-episodes. So I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up. Do some work. Get ready for whatever tomorrow may bring. Hopefully go see some friends in a great comedy show next week. And hopefully before this week is out, going to interview my special guest for episode four. It's going to be exciting. Check it out when it's ready. I'll let you know by doing what? Well, by posting on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter as at Big Steve Moulton. If for some reason you're listening to this but aren't able to look at your screen and see how Moulton is spelled, well, it's M-O-U-L-T-O-N. If I'm not mistaken, 
It means place of the mule. You tell me, folks. We're looking at 28 minutes and 10 seconds into the podcast. I want to thank you for listening for a very mellow, very subdued, very relaxed episode of What You've Been Up To. I'm your host, Steve Moulton. This has been episode 3.14. Keep your eyes on social media for announcements about episode 4. And happy Halloween, you guys. Happy Halloween. I hope you've all got great plans. If you got kids, I hope you have an awesome trick-or-treat planned out. If you don't have kids, I hope you're going to go to the best party you've ever been to you in your entire life. And if you can't go trick-or-treating and you're not planning to go to any parties for Halloween, well, I hope you've got a great night in store anyway. Maybe you just go for a, a great dinner somewhere. Maybe you just want to kick it with a loved one, run over to Target, get some essentials, go back home, continue to kick it with a loved one. I was in a Target one night on Halloween, and let me tell you, it was empty. Have a beautiful time. My roommate's home. And happy Halloween. Until next time.